Hello, Benjamin. I've been waiting on that intro. We predicted the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. We are here to discuss it. But joining me, my 99% co-host, not vaccine, 99%, but Mr. Benjamin the Rose kissed by a thorn bush prick rose. General Legend Pop. I don't know. I tried to throw a Star Wars reference in there. It didn't fucking matter. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I do the Han Solo shrug for you. I don't know. Yeah, you've been doing that a lot this week. That's okay. <laughs> so it's funny. We we were on top of it, but uh, we missed we missed it just by little little hair, little tiny hair. Yeah, little curly hair, little curly red little hair, pubic hair. Yeah, <laughs> but it has happened, and it's broken records as expected. Is it as awesome, or are we gonna wait? Awesome. Are we gonna wait to discuss this later? Awesome. Let's run through the news first, and we'll do our trailers because the trailers are uh, somewhat more of a deep dive. We don't have a lot to talk about for what we're watching. Uh, this week is regular, regular, I guess, type of show. We're not doing our usual where we alternate between regular and uh, specialty, best of, worst of episode. So this is a regular show. Next week you'll get a best of worst of i'm sure people are mad about that but i get all sarcastic no one no one's no one's mad at that so let's do a little bit of the news since it's only been a week since we did an episode so there's not much uh but it was CinemaCon this week and we also uh got announced i don't think this was officially announced so this is borderline but it seems like no one's no one's saying it isn't happening but disney plus is going to get a marvel halloween special for next year, right? Howl. And then <laughs> your microphone cut out as you howled. Nice, uh, awesome. Too and now loud. the cat is meowing at me. The <laughs> <laughs> the uh, interesting thing is that this Halloween special, and then we'll get the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, I believe, right? Both in the same yeah. 2022. Now so we, just cool. a, we need a Thanksgiving special for you. Well, we got the Rick and Morty, so I can't really argue too much. So I'm, I'm getting all my holidays covered. Well, we're getting a Halloween Star Wars Lego Star Wars special, too, this year. Right. So Disney Plus is really hitting it on everywhere. I like hitting all my 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 cockles and hitting all my my pleasure zones. Uh, your foldy holes. Grab my Terry foldy folds. <laughs> So what we don't know much about the show, but we do know that it's going to be based off of a particular character, right? As of right now, is that still? Yeah, I didn't really dive into it. I'm not really prepared to some, okay. some werewolf kind Were, of thing. Were, or... Werewolf by night. Yeah, like apparently there's a lot of different uh, versions of the character. So like right now, it looks like with casting, they're trying to find uh, a Latino lead for the character. No heat. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, there's not much to know. It's it's cool that we're we know that we have such a stockpile of content coming over the next couple of years, and that we're still getting announcements and stuff. It's awesome because it's just adding to you know the stuff that we're already seeing that's coming, and that what's to come. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's they're really loading up that. I mean, we've mentioned it before, but they're really loading up the Disney Plus content, right? So it's like. Who knows? Maybe by next year you're gonna have something new, like every single week, whether right. it be Marvel or Star Wars, which is crazy to consider. You have new content. To talk. I mean, it's good for us. It's something to talk about. But uh, I mean, this week we got What If, and then I, I told you today that we got the one shot for Hail to the King, which was uh, attached to the Iron Man Blu-ray. I think when it came out, if uh, it wasn't I- the Iron Man Blu-ray, it was another. Iron, Iron Man three, two. Iron Man two, no, three. Or was it three, three? Because yeah. it was out. It was made after, right? Right. So I don't know if it was with that movie or with another, but it's funny that that's the only one shot that is on Disney Plus, and it has, uh, you know, Trevor Slattery, who was the Mandarin in Iron Man three, and leads you to believe that there's a real Mandarin, and now we're a week away from Shang Chi coming out, and this conveniently went up on Disney Plus, so. I'm wondering if there is a tie to it. 
I haven't dove down the rabbit hole. I know a lot of people have seen Shang-Chi already, so there are spoilers out there. So I would be careful on that front. I mean, we're so close now. It's really make go out of your way to kind of try to avoid it, I would say, if you can. Agreed. But the most important thing is, where's my chalky milk? <laughs> I mean, no, I, 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 I like that. that time. <laughs> I like that Justin Hammer shows up just for a, one little mid credit scene. Which yeah, was, with, was cool with with his boy toy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's good. It I rewatched. Cool. I rewatched it just before we did it, and it's still good. It's still quality. You know, you can't tell that it was done seven years ago, like when you watch it, which is cool. Yeah, you know, because if you think about it, not everybody knows about the one shots. I haven't right. seen well, all of them. They so. were with the physical stuff. I don't know if they're. They might. I have to double check, and I should have looked. I don't know if the iTunes extras have them. They should if you like own it on iTunes and or or I don't know Voodoo does extras the same way iTunes does, but I think they're on the extras on iTunes also. Got it. Be worth checking out. We can well, make sure up. you check out Cage Heat, big hit in the 80s. You know, CBS didn't pick up on it. Cage Heat with the, the KGB. Travis Lottery. <laughs> pew pew. And the monkey drinking vodka <laughs> you'll never see me coming oh he did yeah, it. so so <laughs> well, i don't know how we spiraled to that from the marvel halloween i guess because it's disney plus but let's well, uh, i'm intrigued I'm, I'm we're bought in we're marvel fanboys so we'll I definitely check it out once especially when we get some more information on it and i'm sure that'll come sooner rather than later uh, Benny had put some Doctor Strange thing on here. We're not going to discuss because I yep, kind of vetoed it. I don't think it's fair to talk spoilers for something that we don't really. It's speculation. It's speculation. It seems like confirmed speculation, but I don't want to be the judge of that. I don't think it's fair uh, to people. If a trailer comes out and reveals the things that this revealed, then that's fine because we're, we're going to discuss trailers on this show, but. I, I'm going to hold off on this and let's just say multiverse of madness uh, is getting building steam on social media. And it seems like we're going to have a lot of things going on in that movie. Right. And, and, we, and based on the Spider-Man trailer, yeah. uh, it sure looks like we're going to. Cool. So CinemaCon, why don't you start with the things that yeah. you've put on here? Wakanda. Wakanda. So CinemaCon, for those that don't know, is... Uh, a an event that you know they go through upcoming movies and tv shows and stuff that is going to potentially be coming to theater so more so movies but i know that sometimes they do like mini series and stuff like that but um i'm getting a dirty look from paul probably because i i hit my mic with my uh my binga penis <laughs> yeah that, that's what you can call it too with my uh, record <laughs> bawi grana <laughs> Um, so the, the downside to the CinemaCon stuff is we can't discuss much in detail, but we wanted to just bring up the fact that, you know, we got some more news on stuff that we will eventually talk about. Uh, Matrix 4 uh, was finally given some light. Like, we've heard nothing about this, just like Spider-Man. You know, we've known it's existed. Right. It, it's coming out this year. And, and it comes out in December also. Right. So and we, <laughs> we're due for a trailer soon. Exactly. So we got a name. And we've gotten like a synopsis of what people saw. So the movie is going to be called Matrix Resurrections. Already don't like it just from the name. Uh, we're going down the uh, the same renaming path of the other ones. So, you know, I don't know where they can possibly go with it. But uh, from what I was reading, they talk about some of the characters see each other, but they don't like know each other. So, you know, are, are they in another form of the matrix and kind of reliving things again? I just, I worry when it comes to content that we had 10, 15, sometimes 20 years ago that we revisit so much later, the actors and the actresses are much older. And in a lot of times it ends up just being a rehash cash grab, you know, and I'm a huge fan of the original matrix, like seeing it in theater, absolutely loved it. It, it changed movies for a lot. But then it just, for me, like, if they would have ended it, I would have been good. And that would have been the talk for years to come. But then everything that we talk about is what came after that and how, how the series kind of spiraled out of control. Um, but, you know, 
obviously there's a demand for it to some degree. Uh, so th- we'll be getting that this year and uh, some other stuff that they discussed at CinemaCon. It looks like they showed a short teaser trailer for Spider-Verse 2, which uh, they didn't go into much detail. It shows Gwen, shows Miles, a couple of the traditional cinematic uh, camera you know, shots of them in the air and stuff like that. Doesn't look to have revealed potentially any new characters. I don't even know when that's coming out. I assume that's next year at some point. Um, what else? What else did they do? Oh, the bat is it the Batman? I want to say it right. The Batman. Uh, we have gotten a little more content. It was more of a behind the scenes kind of reel, and then they would show a majority of what we've seen in that previous trailer. Uh, but they talk more. Matt Reeves talks more about the movie. And uh, this is going to be like the most emotional Batman story that we've been told. Um, I was I was mostly sold on the original trailer. It's it's obviously a a much different direction. Um, You're definitely a bigger Batman fan than me. I love Batman, but, you know, I know you're going to be much more critical when it comes to stuff like that. Um, As far as I understand, it's a, a potentially year two kind of story. So he's. He's been Batman a little bit, you know, but he's still working out the kinks, if you will. But it just seems like we're going back to the grounded, but even more grounded. Like his Batmobile doesn't look like a Batmobile. You know, uh, how do you feel? You know, I, I don't even think we were doing the show when that first trailer came out. So never no, really won't. got your never really got your opinion on that for the most part. Well, let me just say the Matrix thing first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is. I think the primary reason for this movie is to get clean the clean the palettes of everyone from the third movie because the third movie was terrible. I hope that's what this is and it's to kind of go out on a high note rather than build a whole new trilogy. I hope I hope that's not the way they go because if they start doing that, they should have left well enough alone. Like you said, the first movie was good enough on its own. They didn't need to make all these sequels. Uh, the Batman, the first trailer, teaser, whatever you want to call it, was revealed at the DC Fandom event last year, and that's coming up also. So I think we'll we'll probably get maybe another trailer or, or something at that event because they usually hold stuff out for that. So I'm sure we'll see something. I don't have a problem uh, with the groundedness of it. Uh, I like the way the Nolan movies handled it. I feel like unless you go with extreme villains like Mr. Freeze, obviously, or, I mean, I don't see that the comics are mostly grounded for the, for the most part, like the, the comics that are inspiring these movies, like long Halloween and, you know, stuff like that are, are, are pretty grounded in the first place. So, I mean, with the exception of, like I said, the extreme characters as, as uh, Ozzy is crying again, <laughs> as I'm trying to talk, uh, it's that time. That's I, why. Yeah. Well, I, I think Julie gave him something already too, but uh, I would, I would like a balls to the wall, fucking not super grounded movie, but whatever. That's, that's like DC's MO is, you know, like, but again, then you have like, movies like the like Joker Aquaman. thing and, you know, I just, I just, true. Feel, I just feel like they, they don't know what they want to do. That's the most frustrating aspect of things is that we just constantly go back and forth between, what's acceptable to you know the world of the comics what's what's acceptable to a grounded style movie and the fact yeah. that you know we don't really have a, a dceu anymore for the most part it's in shambles but we still have movies coming out from this you know we don't know what the rock is going to be with you know um black adam we don't know what you know shazam 2 is going to be like um but you know just using aquaman as a comparison it worked you know, it was so over the top, but like, that's the character that needs that. And then you have the movie that, the, you know, the Flash movie, which I actually read something. I know we're kind of going off on a tangent, but with the Flash, the, the the cinematographer, I don't know why he was being interviewed, but he said, you know, I'm not a big fan of comic book superhero movies. I'm a fan of movies with story and depth. I'm like, why are you doing a comic book movie then? You know, like, especially if you're doing a movie with the Flash and Batman, nonetheless, you know, potentially two Batmans, as far as we know. 
But again, I, I'm not, I don't have a problem with the fact that it's grounded. I just think that it's, it goes back to what you used to say when we were talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like I want my superheroes and my superhero soup. Right. And like, I want my Batmobile. Like I'm a sucker for an awesome yeah. Batmobile. And the fact that he's just getting like a Corvette or a Cadillac would, I don't know cars. So I'm not going to pretend to, but it's yeah. like, you know, I've seen like the Hot Wheels car. I'm like, all right. I think it's a, I think it's a, a, a cliche and perfect way that they're just going to have him have the, that vehicle in the movie. And then at the end of the movie, he'll get a more complicated, better looking Batmobile. Maybe that's Maybe. what I would expect. Right. But I mean, that movie's been delayed several times too. So that's another. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think that was delayed for the sake of, uh, I mean, they did delay shooting minor, but I think they're done. The movie's done in the can, right. but they don't want to put on HBO max. They want to make sure it gets maximum theater play. So they're going to wait kind of like Spider-Man and, and we'll see if Spider-Man ends up getting delayed. I don't think they will at this point, but right. things can get worse before they get better. Very true. Right. But yeah, that was really uh, yeah, I mean, much what I saw with the CinemaCon stuff. There was probably other things that trickled through. I think you had a couple of things to mention. Yeah, I, I was going to dive more into the Batman, but we could probably wait for whatever we see at Fandome. Uh, Matt Reeves, right? Matt Reeves is the director of it. He's more he's known for those Planet of the Apes uh, reboot slash, tri- slash, slash sequels, I guess, prequels, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and he did uh, Cloverfield, I believe. So he's got a good uh, background on these things, uh, on good successful movies. And apparently he's a big fan of the comics. So sometimes you just got to got to trust him and see what where, <laughs> where he takes you, because a lot of people didn't like that. Robert Pattinson was cast as Batman slash Bruce Wayne. And in that teaser, he looked good. Right. You know, he kicks some ass and. I mean, no one is is Batman forever, as we've seen. Some people shorter than others, but yeah. But you know, maybe it doesn't. It like doesn't like others. It doesn't help this movie that people are still talking about what could have been Ben Affleck's Batman, and some people were saying like it was the best script they ever read for Batman and stuff like that. It doesn't help this movie by doing that discussion still when that isn't happening. But uh, the other CinemaCon thing I saw was that Ghostbusters Afterlife was screened to these people. I don't know if they're just theater exhibitors or it seems like influencers and stuff like that got to see it. And the reviews are extremely glowing, very positive. Uh, I don't think people went into spoilers, but Sony has another hit potentially on their hands. So they have between Ghostbusters and Spider-Man back-to-back months, which they're saying both of them are still theater only. We'll see what happens with those, I guess. And then we also have to keep in mind that Sony also has Venom, which now I'm. Yeah, I wanted to gloss over that. Yeah, I just figured I'd bring it up. You know that there is speculations that it might get delayed again. Um, yeah, well, you know, so they said year. it got delayed into 2022, and then Sony came out and said that's not true. Oh, okay. So there was some confirmation of of not being true, but that doesn't mean they still won't move it in another month from now. Right, and it's actually it's going head to head with Halloween, so they're coming out the same yeah. day. So that. That Which is dumb because yeah. right now there's not enough people going to the theaters anyway. Move move the movie a week or something. You know, you, you you're splitting both audiences then at that point. I mean, right. it's not the same exact audience, but people like similar. us like both. That's yes. the reality. But I would probably see Halloween over Venom if I was going to go, which I'm not going to most likely. But right. All right. So you're you want to talk about your Wakanda forever or? <laughs> Well, we, we, we know Wakanda Forever uh, is filming. Uh, the actress that plays Shuri was actually injured. I forgot to write that down. She got injured in a, uh, in a scene. She's doing her own stunts. So that is... Uh, uh, it's it, not a good start. No. Like, uh, apparently she's, she's okay. Like, she, she definitely sustained an injury that required a hospital yeah. stay. But uh, Well, she's no Harrison Ford, like, getting hurt on oh set at God. like 75,000 years old so yeah breaking his hips yeah <laughs> but you know the thought process with people is like all right she if she's doing her own stunts is is that helping us confirm that maybe she's taking the black panther mantle you know i think that there's so much they could still do with that and i don't think that that's something we've ever really discussed and that's we could save that for another time but 
the big thing that has got a lot of people excited is we're actually getting a new character into the MCU that's getting introduced in that movie. Um, I don't recall the actress's name, uh, but her, the character is Riri Williams, uh, who essentially becomes a character known as Ironheart. That are those that are not familiar. Uh, she's a character that essentially takes up the Iron Man mantle, um, you know, heavily inspired by Tony Stark. I don't know how they're going to kind of approach that, if they're going to keep any of that. You know, obviously his his memory lives on in the MCU. He's still talked about in many of the movies, so we could definitely see that. And I think it could be cool to, to see this version of Ironheart, you know, with Wakandan tech, if you will, instead of Stark tech. Because, you know, I definitely think that we're going the route. Of, That's what I was thinking. You get vibranium stuff armor, probably. Right. I think it would be a good way to just, you know, because the character is so connected to Tony Stark, you know, you can't do that now. And obviously you built that rapport so much with uh, with Spider-Man. You know, it's you're going to do that again. Thank you, Stormbreaker. Thank you. Paul swinging around. Uh, awesome replica of Stormbreaker. Very nice. To close the yeah, door. I had, to cl- I had to close the door without <laughs> getting up again. So that's what I used. Because my back is killing me. <laughs> that's what the, that's what Thor and Korg would do if they were just sitting here. They use it just to, like scratch the back and stuff like that. So and they play some Fortnite when they were done, right? <laughs> there he is. There's the guy. There's noob master. <laughs> but I shove it up your butt. But uh yeah, so that's really it with the Wakanda forever. It seems like there's a lot of stuff filming. Um, we know that a lot of the stuff that's coming is done filming as well. Like uh, Doctor Strange, I believe, Hawkeye. is done. Well, Hawkeye is done. I think um, Doctor Strange is done, right? It was done. Yeah, I would think a, so. A bit, there a might be ago. reshoots. Right. Yeah. So A lot of stuff. Know. I mean, She-Hulk yeah, was shooting. She, that may yeah. be almost done. Exactly. Uh, the Captain, not Marvel, Captain Marvel, but uh, Ms. Marvel, right? That was probably almost done. Right. Uh, they started shooting Secret Invasion already. Crazy. They're probably working on second season of What If. So there, there's plenty of stuff. There's yeah, plenty they, they of Marvel. Keep, they keep him busy, which is good. Yeah. We're not getting a lot of it right away, you know, because we're right. getting, I think Hawkeye is probably the last she- show we're getting this year. And that's what likely. it looks like. Yeah. But um, I'm excited for She-Hulk. I was reading some other speculation, Ugh. but we won't talk about it. It's more for, for, for characters that'll be on the show more than her. I'm not familiar enough with the character, but yeah. I'm happy to I'm happy to see Mark Ruffalo's coming back in some capacity. It's a running joke because that's Joe's favorite uh superhero, She Hulk. Oh uh, Joe. What Dr. Joe. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> but uh yeah. From what from what I've read on that the, the 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 spin on it's going to be like a almost like a law and order or something right like a law and order csi like each episode is going to like focus on a case or something like that i, I think that's cool you rolled your eyes i think that's good no i'm it's saying different. I'm, no i'm saying i don't know i i haven't read anything on that i've just yeah. more read who may who may appear in the show like we right. might get some characters from like the incredible hulk movie which is pretty cool if that right. happens so which we yeah. and we got a little bit of the Incredible Hulk in What If this week, which was yes. the first time I think the MCU has referenced that movie since yeah. that movie. And funny so. enough, you know, I don't know if you read that um, when they were doing the movie, the the casting, and they were like, "All right, we're going to reach out to everybody." They're like, "Let's have a backup plan. If we if Mark Ruffalo can't do it for any scheduling, I think we should reach out to Ed Norton." Like they were going to re- they were going to try to get him, but they're like, "No, he already agreed to it." It's like, "Oh, okay." So obviously we're getting <laughs> that would have Ruffalo. been fucked up. I don't know. I don't know if I would have liked that. <laughs> It'd be funny, but <laughs> that was that was a that was an interesting show. But we'll talk about that potentially later. Yeah. Um, Let's talk but, about yeah. the trailer. The reason everyone's here. The semi main oh event. My God, I'm getting goosebumps just like thinking about it again. How many times have you should... watched it before we do that? Uh, probably like four or five. Okay. The the problem without the version that was released first, that's the problem here yeah. is there was a leak on what was it Sunday night or Monday night? One of those oh, Sunday. Night. I don't remember Sunday night. And it was like a recording of a recording made on someone's phone. It was 
and Filming the CGI wasn't done, but you could tell it was legit because it was scenes that weren't in anything ever before. So I don't know if that forced Sony's hand. Most people say no because they were at CinemaCon and that's where they were going to show the trailer anyway. But it took away a little bit of the specialness of the trailer, but I still really, really enjoyed the trailer and it really holds up and it's awesome to be able to freeze frame things. And, you know, a lot of people are expecting the sinister, some form of the sinister six in this. Now uh, we didn't get our Toby Maguire, or Andrew Garfield cameos, which I'm sure they would hold off on showing any of them in the trailers, but we did get Alfred Molina. Hence Hello. my opening to this show. Hello, Peter. And we got a goblin laugh that sounded exactly like <laughs> the Osborne that we know, Mr. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> and we got the pumpkin bomb. And the pumpkin bomb looks straight up out of the Raimi verse Spider-Man, whatever you want to call those movies. So the, Spi- right the after- Spider-Man, the Sony Spider-Man universe. <laughs> Let's get that out of the open. <laughs> so so right after the, the official trailer dropped, I said I messaged Joe and I said, do you still not think there's a multiverse where they're going to cross over movies? <laughs> and like, he has no comment still. I'm like, you, you're not, you're willing to die on this sword that they, they're not going to introduce characters from these other universes. Still, still to this point, Dr. Octopus is in the trailer. We see the pumpkin bomb from the other Spider-Man movie. You're still dying on this. And, and I guess he is. He's just willing to go down to ship. Well, he's going to go down like uh, Doc Ock in, in Spider-Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> into the bay he will die a monster i think i don't know i will not die a monster so what do you think of the trailer oh amazing in all all senses of the word um yeah i can i can i can feel that the excitement was definitely watered down by what we saw we're both gluttons for punishment with that like we couldn't we couldn't contain ourselves so we had to see what we could see you know, um, I can say that I'm guilty of, you know, watching a lot of these fan-made trailers over the last several months where it's like, oh, these people are getting real good with these, you know, with these fake trailers. Obviously, you know that they take it from stuff, but, um, you know, when you see like this weird production version of it, like I've never seen anything like that, like a leak like that. So it was weird. But uh it's just for me, it's just got the speculation going. My gears have been rolling and every day I watch it and I f- try to find something new. And you know me, I've been overthinking everything in the Marvel world. So this is just like bad fuel for the fire right now for me, because <laughs> there's so many things going on and it's only a two minute trailer, you know? But, yeah. And it's a teaser, like which blows me away. It's a teaser and you showed so much already. You know, you showed so much with, it's also, with so little context and dead. It is a Sony movie, but yes. it's also a Marvel trailer. So doesn't it's necessarily direction. mean everything in that trailer is going to be in the movie, as we've seen with other Infinity War, for example. And the Hulk was in that trailer and the Hulk wow. is not even in that movie. Yeah. Besides the beginning, the opening, yeah. but they show Getting, him in Wakanda. Yeah. Well, I think that there's a lot of misdirection going on. It's so obvious, I feel, with all of the different things from all these potentially different movies. They're doing it on purpose, but I love that it's just a lot of people are on the same page. And then there's just like some extreme thoughts on certain things, you know? Yeah. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot of thought. And and I could see it being that when he's saying hello, Peter, he's actually talking to Tobey Maguire and not. We I don't know. We don't you know, we really don't know. It doesn't just because they spice it up in the trailer to make it look like he was there and, and right at the same exact time. You know, well, the big thing, too, is, you know, even even if they were misdirecting you to, to think that way, the the lighting is different between the two. Yeah. scenes. like it's drastic. So um, there's a lot of little things like I, I like the people remembered or have done just done a lot of digging over the last week. You know, oh wait, that Tom Holland suit he's wearing is what Tobey Maguire wore in <laughs> Spider-Man Three. I'm like, yeah. it, it's. I know you love to say it's a stretch, you know, but it's that's like a, that's an extreme stretch. But again, you know, it's crazy that people are going to those lengths. You know, I can, I can appreciate it to a degree because it's like that's not stuff that I would pick out, you know. Yeah. But what what would you say the biggest talk that you see about the trailer? I think uh, the Matt Murdock. 
Yeah. Which no, is, something... is really tough to point out. People like took pictures of his hands. I'm like, come on. It looks like a guy's hand. I can't tell. This isn't George <laughs> Costanza, the hand model. Like, this is, I don't know his hands. I can't tell that. See, I don't why know. is he slamming down paperwork? He can't see. He's blind. Why would that be him? See, I don't think it's, I think it's two different guys, I feel. The one that's in the room, and I think the guy on the outside is different. And I feel that there's a good if, chance, and, if, and it, good chance that both of them aren't him. So right, of it course, it doesn't really matter. Right. I, I, the I, thing, the my my big takeaway is the the strange things seem yep. out of character, and that's yep. what I've said to you is yep. that why is he casting this spell for Peter? It just seems out of character. What it is? This is crazy. But I'm gonna Dad. throw it out into the world. What it? Could, could this old, the whole movie be a Mysterio plank, a prank? See, I did the M, but that's not the M I meant, but okay. <laughs> I know you meant Mephisto. We're not doing, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't throw him in a Sony movie. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I don't think they would. You don't, you're not really seeing too many. Outs- it's like one character per movie, right? Because they'll have like Nick Fury was the main one in the last movie and Tony Stark was in the first movie. Now this one's Doctor Strange. Like they don't let too many characters go off to the Sony side of things. The Sony verse. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, the other thing is, like I think we've said it before. We talk about how, you know, this could be Sony's way of pulling him out of the MCU for now and getting him into their universe. And then, like, you know, we don't hear about him until the next big ensemble essentially movie. So it's like, then that would make more sense. Why would you bring in more characters? But it's like, there's so much going on where like, if, if it's, if it's a red herring, you know, it's not who we, who could it possibly be, you know, that would be, you know, shapeshifter, whatever it may be, you know, it's gotta be, I think the costume is bizarre. The fact that he's got the entire sanctum covered in snow no, bizarre. this is definitely going to be a, re- a reason revealed for that. My yeah, because they, didn't, they, being, didn't, they didn't fix the roof. <laughs> my problem with, with it being some a shapeshifter or someone is that Wong is there also, and he tells them not to cast the spell. So, like, they want to say we're both shapeshifters, and they both know the mystic arts, and they both can, like, it's too much, I think, for it to be a scroll or something like that. Whereas if it's a scene played out, again, like Mysterio or something drastic, I, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems out of character. Maybe it's explained more. Again, it could be something that we're just shown in the trailer that we don't we're not given the full scope of. And you right. know, he might just figure, oh, it, it's harmless to make people not realize he's he's Spider Man. It's I mean, there's no real victim to it, right? Right. I think the big thing too is you know, thinking about the repercussions. I feel that the only way that I could see it being justified is something he would do. Is when you think about just how arrogant Doctor Strange is. Right. He, to him, right. he's the be but all he, and he's the supreme, you know? It, yes. In his movie, he was more like that, but I felt like he got, he played down to in the Avenger mo- two movies, you know, like he kind of wasn't as egotistical and arrogant. Well, he, I don't feel he got enough screen time to develop that way. Like he's been in a lot of movies, he's been in four movies, but he hasn't had that development. That he had in his first movie like there's it's just a lot of dialogue of him clashing with tony mostly you yeah. know and then just a couple a couple of revelation points you know there's so much you know obviously don't embarrass do me in front of the wizards all right <laughs> adults are talking here <laughs> the other thing i'm thinking is you're gonna love this one we're gonna get an answer in the next couple of weeks potentially that might hint towards something because we have a what if episode that's going to be dealing with Dr. Strange and what looks like to be a different Dr. Strange variant, which might be an evil Dr. Strange because there is seen a scene that I've seen where the two of them clash. So it makes you wonder, is this a different, you know, Dr. Strange variant that uh, could be in place where he wouldn't, you know, Wong's not going to know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think, I think that's just another stretch for you. Well, again, what if it's canon? You didn't believe that that was yeah. canon in any way. So I, I'm going to keep It's sticking. canon that's going to be erased, so it doesn't really matter. Well, it's not going to be erased for years. Maybe, years. maybe not. We'll years. See. Next ensemble. When do you think that's going to be? <laughs> 2025? 
it's some of it is already you don't know which part is canon and which one's not because these well it these, could all it the, could all the be recent canon. episode all the characters are dead but it, the idea is that it can be canon it doesn't mean mean that we have to revisit all of it that's more of what we're i'm not, getting at. we're definitely we're, not going we're definitely to. i agree <laughs> with that i agree with that some of that we can't how are we, how we, how we going to re- revisit T'Challa, unfortunately? Just, it's just Rest too difficult to say Doctor Strange is in Spider-Man and he's a main character and we're going to have to count on people watching a cartoon on Disney Plus to know that there was an evil version of him that isn't from another timeline without having to explain the whole thing all over again in, in the movie. And to rebuttal that, something that you said back with the TV shows, I don't know that MCU is going to be depending on people to watch these TV right. shows to connect 100%. The movies and, and they they're, have they're not they've already they've already did that they did that wow. they did it with Black Widow they didn't inter- yeah, they didn't they didn't introduce not a, her that's not essential that's an after credit scene it's part of the story she's it's an, still she's, not she's essential gonna, she's going to be integral to the to the story of that she's going to be integral to what next what I'm saying what whatever be integral what is she going to be integral to next I don't know Hawkeye, Hawkeye, which is a Disney Plus show. Okay. It's not a movie. What are you getting at? The movie, the, the TV <laughs> show audience gets that, and that's the little bite for them. And then they can continue on the next TV show. For the people so, that just watch the movies, it doesn't mean anything. So then when we get a movie that has that team, because I totally believe it's going to happen at a point. I think we then, could, then, but it could also be a Disney Plus show. It doesn't have to be a movie. You think that they're because they're more B characters that they're not suited for big screen? I'm just, I'm just, I'm asking your opinion on it. No, no, I, I we're your camera is getting blurry. We're, uh, we're getting. I don't, I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's weird. Where, but so far, all of those characters have been revealed on, with the exception of a post credit scene, they've been revealed on the TV shows, right? So yeah. U.S. Agent, you know. I like to think everything will be integral, but it is difficult to ask everyone to watch every season of a TV show for multiple shows now, four shows, and then expect them to already know, oh, this one episode of What If has an evil Doctor Strange. I think it's just, I think it's kind of extreme. Fair enough. I'm not saying it couldn't happen at all. And I don't want to tell you that, but (laughs) I just think it's extreme. You don't want to cross my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> if any, if any of them, there you go. If any of them is going to be the integral, it's going to be from WandaVision, right? And then Loki eventually, but doesn't look like these any of these tied to Loki at all. Well, I think that I feel like you've also said it too. If anything has started the multiverse, it's what Sylvie did at this point, right? Which is TV. But so we might impl- not. Impl- we- we, may we not. might not know that until all of these movies play out and maybe until Dr. Strange, where like it's not the thing that he does in this No Way Home trailer that causes this. It just happened to happen simultaneously as everyone tries to sync up these movies at the same point that Sylvie did what she did or what Wanda did what she did or both. Right. We don't know. And then at some point, did Falcon have a Nexus event? <laughs> I mean, no, he might as well. Please. He might as let's just forget that show even existed. The Turkish delight was the Nexus event. Nemo giving the Turkish delight. They can't resist it. <laughs> uh, you have to eat it. Okay, let's just let's just move on. We, we talk <laughs> enough about it. What? We can, we let's just say we're both enjoying. What if? We're both enjoying. What if? I'm enjoying it more than I I thought I would. And we'll see what implications it will have going forward. The Captain Carter thing, I think for sure is going to happen. Whether she's in the movie for, for, for two minutes, that could be. Yeah. I don't see her being in it for much longer than that, but you don't know. I think when she does pop up, she'll pop up in Doctor Strange. This is my own theory. Uh, and it'll just be shown like her coming from another universe. However, they, however they integrate all these universes, if they travel through them, like jumps in guardians or something like that. I don't know, but I don't think it'll reference what if at all. Right. It'll just be like, she's from a universe that she took the super, the super soldier serum. Fair enough. <laughs> Move on to your prick of the week. Oh, my favorite. You guys ready to get poked? This one's going to make you bleed. All right. So 
I went back into my uh, my archive of movies that I love and wanted to do something that I don't know if I've ever spoken about. Maybe I did in in our season one beginnings of uh, Media Masterminds, but this is a, a movie that I love that came out in 2013. As usual, common theme with me when it comes to like movies that hold a special place in my heart, it's usually that first impact. And a lot of times it's a movie that I don't know much about. I go in blind. This was definitely one of those movies. Um, this is a comedy slash horror. Uh, went in thinking it was horror. Ended up laughing, but still gory and all that other stuff. Uh, this movie is called You're Next. I'm pretty sure you've seen this movie or we've discussed uh-huh. it. Okay. I love this movie. I forgot you know, like how much I love it. And I remember, you know, that first time seeing it, it's one of those movies that like, if you can appreciate, you know, most listeners of the show, I would say, watch some form of horror. This is one of those movies that has a really good twist, both in the early portions of the movie and at the end. Um, Lots of gore, lots of blood, but there's some good humor in it. It's basically about a family that like gets together in like, kind of I don't want to say middle of nowhere but like these this, this family has a big house out in the you know in the in the middle of nowhere you know it's like they're not in a suburb or anything and they get together the family hasn't seen each other for a long time and you know everything the family seems weird like they don't you know really get along so they're trying to make the best of it but then by nighttime this this trio of people like come with weird masks One's got like a sheep mask and they just start trying to kill everybody off one by one, trapping them in the house. And it's just, it's kind of chaotic. It's a little claustrophobic, even though like the house is pretty big, but like just some of the reactions, you know, like it just, there hasn't been anything like it that I've, that I can think of that went in in the directions that it did. And I figured I'd bring it up. It was, it's an awesome, I don't think it's on any streaming I own it on Vudu, so like if you want to buy the movie, take a risk. Um, it has like four out of five stars on there. Rotten Tomatoes, it has a seventy nine percent. Yeah, I don't know any of the actors or actresses. So it's not like you know any of the A list actors and actresses that you may know off the top of your head, but definitely uh, a movie I would suggest if you uh, are a fan of horror and you know kind of what was the movie. The Strangers. I didn't like that movie much, but it's like the same kind of concept, just on a bigger scale. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. There you go. Thank you Mm -hmm. for researching that. I appreciate it. But that is my prick of the week. Did you ever see Ready or Not? Remind me of what it is. The name sounds familiar. It's very similar to me to that movie, and I actually prefer Ready or Not. Uh, A family gets together. And they're celebrating uh, their son marrying. They're, she's getting, I, th- I don't know if they were recently proposed or whatever, they're going to get married. And they have to, they like have a ceremony where they play a game together. And the, the future daughter-in-law drafts the game. And like the, the rare chance of one of these games is like a, a basically a game of manhunt with death as the uh, way of victory. And uh, the family uh, has to go after her throughout the throughout the movie, basically. Interesting. No, never. I've heard of it. I've seen that cover art. It's actually newer because that's 2019. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, never saw it, though. It's good. I, I, I think it's very good. And it's way better than Strangers. It's not. I know where your vibe is coming from because the people show up at the house with the masks and everything. That's kind of like the strangers. This reminds me more just because it's like that family atmosphere. Right. You get you intro, you get introduced to the characters a little bit, and then you see like the dumb shit they do, and it's got some goofiness to it. And you know, but like Speak- she's a kick-ass chick. Speaking of dumbass movies like that, it just made me remember way off the subject. But like you and I went to a movie that. Had- it was like very similar. It was like the weird two people. <laughs> like we had the running joke, somebody like throwing up at some point in the hallway. It was like they were like weird, crazy. Maybe it was like the grandparents or something. Do you remember? Yeah. Movie. What's that movie called? The Visit. 
The Visit. The Visit. You that was the M. Night Shyamalan movie. But, but, yeah. <laughs> it was good, though. No. <laughs> I mean, you saw... As you said you that, saw, that's just what I thought about. The twist wasn't really great in it, but I still... I think it's still a great movie. <laughs> the throwing up and everything, and she's, like, fucking clawing at the walls and stuff like that, and she goes underneath the deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right so that i'll I'll gonna check that movie out that sounds cool for for once that's a a movie that i've actually watched and uh i don't hold it as high regard it's it's a good watch but i think my opinion is that ready or not is a better film cool so let's do the brief what we're watching we've talked a lot about other stuff this show anyway so it doesn't really i don't feel like it matters too much I ran through uh, two of the three original uh, Candyman movies. So I ran through the first one, which I had already seen. And the second one, which I had never seen before, which is called Farewell to the Flesh, kind of building up for this new movie. But I am not going to go see it in the movie theater. So whenever they decide to make it available for streaming, I will buy it. Even a rental, I will buy it to watch it at home. but Farewell to, Fl- to the Flesh was really bad, really bad. And as I've mentioned, excuse me, as I've mentioned on this show before, I've I've done some re- like rewatching or, or viewing of like made for TV or made for DVD movies and like the Hellraiser movies. And this gets that kind of vibe, but even worse than those movies, like everything just. I don't know the tempo of the movie, the the dialogue of the movie. I, I was giving you some slight play by play as I was watching it, and Candyman is like barely in the movie. It just is not very good to me. And the first one is is good. I think you hold it higher to a higher level than I do. Uh, the the score and the like choir is the best part for me of the first movie this has a little bit of that but not not really much right and i would not recommend you watch it stick with just the first one and maybe hopefully the new one reboot sequel whatever you want to call it that just came out and then i've been watching the new season of brooklyn 99 which is the last season of the show uh it's still funny it's still great they probably could go on for multiple seasons so i don't know why they're cutting it short seems like they're kind of dumping it they just put they're putting two episodes out a night my problem with it is the same thing I had a problem with Superstore. I don't know if I mentioned it on this. They're bringing too much real life into it. And especially during this time and, and right now what everyone's dealing with, I don't. I speak for myself and some people that I've talked to. I don't want real life in my comedy TV. I want to escape from COVID, escape from riots, escape from the Blue Lives Matter and the Black Lives Matter. I want to escape from all that. Those are important issues that need to be talked about on important stages. I don't feel that that stuff needs to be shoehorned into a comedy, maybe a drama, a CSI or something like that, but of a comedy, I, and, and, you know, Brooklyn nine, nine, I don't know how much you've watched of it or if any, they have touched sensitive subjects before, as far as like a character coming out and stuff like that. And when it fits to the story, I get it, but I don't want to see the characters in the background wearing masks. And, you know, making at some point, I mean, the, the cops are made to look the way they look, but then you're introducing new characters to like the police union. And I, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems it's, like it's it's too real for you at this point. Yeah. So but it's, it's still like, funny. Like you said it's like you said, it's a comedy and I, I've seen the show. I can appreciate it. Just Jessica watches it, or she used to watch it. I love Terry Crews. I think he's hilarious. Um, I for, forgive me. I forget the other guy's name. The one that's always like whacked out. I love him in uh, yeah, Andy Samberg. No, no, no. The the guy with the beard. I like him in um, Big Mouth. He does one of the voices. Oh well, he's not he's not a main character in this. Oh okay, I he, he just was. he's a casual pop in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. He was in the league also. I forgot Jason. Sit, 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 I don't forget. No, it's not Stokes. Stokes it, no. no. Yeah, no, that's somebody else. Medelkis. He's a funny guy. He's a <laughs> fucking funny guy. You never watch Big Mouth, right? I mean, that's another tangent. Oh, I did. Can go. Yeah, yeah, you know I who I'm talking Big about. Mouth. Yeah, okay. that's why. Yeah, that's how. That's how I yeah. knew who you were talking about. The guy who has sex with the pillow. Yeah, <laughs> fucking bro. 
<laughs> yeah, I I actually had never watched it like as it was coming on the show. So like during COVID, I've watched all the seasons. So now I'm like ready and I'm like, yeah. And like I said, it's still funny. I'm not trying to give a dig on the show because like Superstore did a lot of the mask stuff and, you know, everyone's got to be six feet apart and this and that. And the show just was not funny anymore. Right. This is still at least humorous while they're shoehorning the stuff in. I still don't think it's necessary, but is what it. it is at this point. So that's really it for me. I don't have a whole lot. We've only been a week's time and I, th- yeah. there's new episodes of Behind the Attraction. I have not watched them yet. I plan on. So that'll be one for another, for next uh, episode. Okay. Yeah. So for me, it's really only one episode now, essentially, because uh I've been watching Titans and I'm not going to go into much detail since it's a show that you may eventually get caught up and watch, but uh, I'm enjoying it for the most part. This episode deals more just talking about uh, Jason Todd and Red Hood as a character and kind of how the story, you know, kind of unfolds in the background, like and how he becomes Red Hood in this form of the story, you know, so it's a little different, you know, than what we remember, but I think it, it works for the, for the way that they're making the show. They connect so much. Um, the parts that I think you'll appreciate, you know, yes, we don't get Batman in the show, but we get so much of it that I feel like the CW movie uh, shows were always afraid to touch on. Like they don't, you know, they'd mention the characters, but they'd be really careful on what they'd say, you know, like, I feel like you said a lot of this last week. Well, I'm saying because this episode, you know, we actually spend a little time in the Batcave, which is cool. So, like, you see stuff, you know, and as a fan of Batman, I appreciate, you know, his trophies. So they kind of spend a little time with that. So you, you're getting more acknowledgement of characters that we know, like, you know, in, in the Rogue Gallery and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, again, it's, it's, a, it's a show about the Titans. It's really, you know, a Dick Grayson-focused show for the most part. Um I'm enjoying it. It's still, like I said, dark and gritty. I think this was the fifth episode. So I don't, I think maybe they do a 10 like they usually do. So we'll see where it goes. Um, and then today, before we recorded, I watched uh, a good portion of the f- sixth episode of the attraction show, which was uh, talking about the, the Disney castles, which was pretty cool. Um, I won't go into much because I feel like once you watch it and I watch it all, we could talk about that too. So that's it. That's it for me. All right. So let's talk. What if episode three, Uh, we have to preface as usual. This is a spoiler discussion and especially more so for this particular episode, because this episode is what I call them a little bit of a murder mystery. You don't know who done it. Uh, so definitely spoilers do not listen if you have not if you're not concerned about it or not going to watch the show then it doesn't matter but we are going to spoil who is our killer for this episode i thought this was a really cool episode uh we see kind of going through iron man 2 the first thor and then the incredible hulk and we got to see bits of each of those movies with spins on it where Tony gets killed, Thor gets killed, Hulk gets killed, then Black Widow gets killed. Blah 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 blah. Forget about her. Hey, hey, hey take it Ke- easy. Kevin like, Feige comes get out. Su- and kills yeah, her. we might get sued. <laughs> and then we we get the reveal of. Oh uh, no, not yet. Hulk guy still gets killed too. Oh, they all die. Yes, right. Well, I forget about the characters. Hulk, that don't matter. Hulk, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> but what's cool is that we get like this spin on where uh, loki you know it comes to avenge thor's death and brings all the asgardian troops and uh you know fury's still trying to figure it out and they work together to figure out that it is my boy the ant-man hank pym in a hybrid yellow jacket ant-man costume and apparently he is out to kill these these folks because his daughter dies in the line of duty which is where this what if is really deviated from because she does not become an agent of shield in the movies so this is more like a revenge plot for her and you could see that hank's 
looks like he's been through it a lot <laughs> between the way he drew him and the, the rings around his eyes and everything like that. And and they, I, I give them props that they got Michael Douglas to do the voiceover work for it. They got Jeremy Renner for Hawkeye. They got Sam Jackson. Uh, they have Tom Mark Hildeson Ruffalo. as Loki, obviously. Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. Maybe one or one more other. Oh, great. Clark Gregg, your boy as uh, Agent Coulson. Yeah, I thought I thought it was really cool. Well done. I'm really enjoying that. We've got three episodes that are so vastly different from one another. And, and that's what what if should be it should be di- very different type of stories. Uh, the first episode made you believe, though, it would be this minor one little thing, one little tweak that makes the world change. And as we're going from episode to episode, you're seeing big changes to happen where hope becomes an agent eventually die like those are big changes that are we gonna as this season goes follow that the branch is getting bigger you know and that's why these more changes are happening to cause these uh big big things right and it's it's interesting too i don't you know i don't know if you thought about it but after watching the first episode you know when you get to the end of it you know, we're, we're mirroring Captain America, you know, the first Avenger where he wakes up in modern time. In this case, it's because she comes out of the, the portal, you know, into the, modern yeah, which time. is more like Avengers though. Yeah. When Loki comes through the, comes through the portal. Right. And Avengers with the Tesseract. Right. Yeah. So it's like, they kind of mix it, but the idea is what I'm looking at is, you know, there we see Sam Jackson and then we see him in season in episode three two different worlds you know because it's like where is she you know you you led us to believe that there's more going on with that story but now you have him building up the team of avengers she's nowhere to be found and there's no captain america there's one scene at well, the he's end a, he's a, he's an ice that's why we're, we're well, talking well, about the older movies right but i'm saying is he an ice because you don't see him you see the shield yeah so, i mean you know what i mean well, like, and what, we see he, captain marvel right what I'm saying, like, and he, I like that he pulled the beeper out, by the way. Yeah. Pulled, he pulled it out a lot earlier than he ever did. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, these, was, these people were turning up dead. So it shows you how threatened yeah. he felt. I think it was really good, too. And I, I do like that it was a major departure for what we've seen. Like you said, totally, totally different uh, aspects of them. I was hoping that they'd find ways to connect for them. You know, obviously, they haven't done that. Um I do think that in the grand scheme of things, like it's all like they're all threads coming off of the initial, you know, like they show in the beginning. It's like this one decision made all these other branches off of it. So I think like these are all cascading effects. Clearly, they're not the same universes, you know, so it's cool to see that because obviously it's going to get from what we've seen. It's going to get darker because we're going to see these zombie, you know. Ver- variants yeah, well, as this well is pretty so. dark though <laughs> no agreed 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 <laughs> but yeah I, I loved it it's cool we have uh five more left which is crazy oh, wasn't that 10 thought it was nine that they supposed to have oh 10. right 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 nine so we have six more left then that was no that's right it was only four yeah. okay because i'm mixing my my titans five that's why it's cool that was it. This was episode three. I'm losing it. It's getting late. <laughs> it's getting late early, as they like to say. What is what does Black Widow say? Sun's coming down. <laughs> <laughs> Sun's getting real low, big guy. There you go. <laughs> and the yeah. sun is getting real low for this show. What a segue. That's it. That's why I said it. <laughs>